Hello and welcome to ROE 17 Pod. My name is Mark Jontry and I'm the Regional Superintendent of Schools for ROE 17. On today's pod, we are at Clinton High School in DeWitt County with Miss Hannah Riedel, agricultural teacher and FFA advisor, and Davis Howell, a senior at Clinton High School and currently the Clinton FFA chapter president, as well as a nationally awarded FFA competitor. Hannah Davis, welcome and thank you for joining us today. Yes, welcome. Thanks for having us. Great. Hannah, if I could start with you, for our listeners, some are obviously going to be familiar with what FFA stands for but and what it is, but can you explain what FFA is? FFA is one of the largest student-run organizations, and truly it is student-run. Here at Clinton, we have a really strong program with a great group of students that are planning different events. We have monthly meetings. We do different contests that involve different areas of either public speaking, communication, also the livestock, plant science, agri-science, those types of areas. What does FFA stand for? So FFA actually does not stand for really anything it's anymore. It's not an acronym anymore. It is anymore. National FFA, the National FFA Organization. Gotcha. Um, just to kind of encourage more inclusivity. We're not just farmers. We're not just people that grew up on the farm. Thank you, because that's where I was going to go with this is FFA. It was Future Farmers America, but it's FFA now because it's really not just agriculture. It, can you kind of talk about what FFA, the broad spectrum of what it covers? Yeah. So I actually was not really an ag kid. My grandparents farmed, but I wanted nothing to do with that, or so I thought. My big project in high school was agri-science, and I did a lot of research on cover crops, and I did that in the ag room itself. I was also involved in a lot of the leadership development events. So agriculture as a whole, or FFA as a whole, we like to promote not only what's going on at the farm, but everything beyond that, the leadership that comes with that, the business side of things, communication, and, you know, research as well. All of that's important. Did that experience in part inspire you to become an FFA as your role as an educator and be the advisor slash sponsor here at Clinton High School? Yes. I actually accidentally got put into an ag class. So I went and took an ag class just to see what it was like and loved it and didn't go into ag initially or ag education initially in college. I went into plant biotechnology, eventually ended up calling my ag teacher and saying, I think I need to be an ag teacher. And he said, I know. So that's kind of how I got here. Very good. So Davis, kind of a similar question for you. What has inspired you to get involved with FFA? Yeah, so really kind of in contrast to Mrs. Rudel here, I've always been involved in agriculture and I think that's kind of where I'm headed. I, uh, my family raises show pigs and that's kind of how I got my start within the pig side of things and agriculture. So it was really something I was born into and then as I got older kind of chose to stay and said, okay, you know, I, I want to stay in this. I want to keep doing this. I want this to be a part of my life. So. Very cool. So given that background and, and your family, was that your focus when you came into the FFA realm in high school, or was it just broader opportunities under FFA in conjunction with that? Yeah, I would say it's a little bit of both. You know, that's kind of where I had my roots, so I always I knew some of the opportunities there, and through FFA, I wanted to learn about all the opportunities kind of within livestock, within pigs, but then also what else it had to offer. You know, I knew I was interested in agriculture, but was I interested in something else a little bit more? And FFA has kind of given me that opportunity to look at so many different opportunities and really see where I take personal interest in. What are some of those other opportunities that you've kind of gravitated towards? 
I kind of started off very much in my little pig world as a junior higher, but you know, through high school, I've really gotten involved within the public speaking contest, as well as dairy foods and livestock judging and uh, land use crop sciences. I've really tried my hand at a lot of different contests to kind of find my niche and find what I'm good at as well as what I enjoy doing. But I say I'm still more livestock geared as of right now and enjoy the livestock-based contests and opportunities. Speaking of livestock, this last fall, you received national recognition for swine production. Can you tell us specifically what your award was and also about the project, the competition, and just that entire experience? Yeah, so I last November I was named the National Proficiency Winner of Swine Production Entrepreneurship at the national level in Indianapolis. And so what that means is through the swine operation that I own and run, I keep detailed records and financial records of what I'm doing and how I'm running that business. And then the contest itself is kind of a culmination of how well I keep those records and then how successful of an operation I'm running. If I'm you know, running a successful and profitable business as well as, as it's a show pick operation, how I achieve successes within the show ring and how my business grows over my period of time in FFA. What was the most rewarding part of that experience or or as you went through that what what are some of the things you learned either about the process or about yourself that maybe you didn't know maybe at the outset i think one of the funniest stories involved in my record book whole experiences here is i've only competed in record book the contest one time and luckily enough i was ready to go to the distance but i started just at the section level kind of at the conference level tried my hand at it just kind of trying out another new contest and I was very fortunate to win that, and through that I advanced through district, won that, and advanced through state, and won that. And then I kind of thought, well, heck, I might be kind of good at this. Let you know, let's let's start to get a little bit more serious about this. So I won state, and then at that time I was able to enter in to become a finalist at the national level. So I filled out all the paperwork, all the applications, and submitted that, and kind of forgot about it. You know, it was three months until they got back to me, and then you know late august right before i started my senior year i got a call that i was a finalist i thought well holy cow we better get serious because apparently (laughs) somebody thinks i'm not too bad so you know at that point that's really when i decided to get serious and really start practicing and i met with a lot of industry professionals you know other swine industry professionals to help me you know with the interview part of it because with this record book they look over my records and then i also have to go through an interview process you know helping me prep questions prep answers met with different financial advisors to help me go through my finance records and good talking points to go over there, you know, finances I've done really well and stuff like that. I've got to meet a vast number of people through this record book and, you know, open so many doors and so many relationships with not only people that are in the livestock industry, but people that are in many different fields that I either have met in the process of getting ready through this or even after, you know, people that have reached out and similar to this wanted to kind of hear how I got started, wanted to hear my stories. It's opened so many doors. I learned of so many new opportunities and people that I can connect with later on in life during college and even after that. That is awesome. Speaking of college, I'm assuming as much as you like it here at Clinton High School, you're ready to go after this year since you're a senior. I'm not quite ready to go, but I'm getting close. We're getting close to graduation and yeah, we're about ready. Right now, my plans are to go to Lakeland Community College and be on their collegiate livestock judging team is my plan right now, but I still got a little bit more time to finalize and 
you know, know exactly where I'm going to go, but as of right now, that's my plan. What makes Davis a great president for the local chapter? You referenced at the outset that it's student-driven. FFA is student-driven. What makes him a great president? Davis has served as a chapter officer the last two years. He's also served as a section officer. So he has not only a lot of experience in that area, but he is really good about taking charge, doing what needs to be done, not asking questions all the time. Occasionally we'll get some questions, but he is very knowledgeable of how the FFA runs and delegating those tasks. Very good. Hannah, how do the kids learn about FFA and just the entire ag program at Clinton High School, especially when they're, you know, it's let's say in junior high? There is a junior high ag program. It's still part of our FFA chapter okay. here at the high school. Actually, my cousin, Kayla Riedel, is the ag teacher down there. She also teaches STEM and technology. And it just kind of worked out that she has a certification in teaching ag. So she does a lot with the junior high. I'm also involved with the junior high, but she's kind of taken the lead with that, which is great. Um, and that's a really good segue into high school with me having that connection down there, her having the connection here. There's a lot of communication that goes on and we can help kids figure out what they want to do in the ag world when they get to the high school level. That's great. That's great. Well, Davis, I'm going to give you the last word. Yeah, for any kid that's wondering about FFA or whether or not they may think, oh, maybe it's not for me, what would you say to them? Even if they, they don't have an ag background, they may have a bias that it's for ag people. What would you say about FFA. Yeah, my first line would definitely get in it and try it out. You know, nothing's hurt by giving it a semester, trying out, taking an ad class. If nothing else, it got you a credit to graduate high school, right? Give it a shot. For me, I was kind of born into agriculture and chose to continue. So if you were born in agriculture, try to continue it. And, you know, Mrs. Riedel, someone that was not initially in agriculture, jokingly, got accidentally put into it, led to a career for her. So really, you never know where these opportunities can take you. And you can be successful within this organization. You can meet new people. You ha can open so many doors for yourself. It's a really reap what you sow. That, that's the term I'll use. Reap what you sow. And, you know, if you put in the work, this organization has so much to give back to you. So give it a shot. Try it out and see where, see where it can take you. Outstanding. Outstanding. All right. Well, I want to thank you both for agreeing to visit with me today. It's been a great conversation. I think you've done a great job of highlighting what FFA can offer and provide opportunities for kids. So Davis, good best of luck to you. Hannah, thank you for being an educator and continuing to inspire students to, to reach their potential. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thank you for joining us for another episode of ROE 17 Pod. To learn more about ROE 17, please visit www.roe17.org or follow us on our social media channels. ROE 17 Pod is produced and edited by Victoria Padilla. We hope that you join us for our next episode. <laughs>